What is up, America? It's your boy Sherman Obed here once again on another episode here of What's the Word Entertainment. So glad to be back back here in the new year, 2022 officially. Happy New Year, everyone, once again. Obed, what's going on with you? As uh, Happy New Year to you. Hope everything's good. Happy New Year to you too, Sherman. Absolutely amazing. You know, we've seen another year, hopefully. <clears throat> hope maybe I'll get my voice back in 2022. Uh, hopefully we uh, we get a little more sunlight a little more breather i mean what are we going on year three of the of the pandemic my goodness dude oh my god I, i'm i'm ready for it to be over man i'm ready to just be out chilling you know well although i am in florida so <laughs> i was gonna say i mean now you it's not that bad when you go outside and it's 70 degrees yeah you know what i mean exactly so yeah i um you know like i said hopefully things get better this whole delta and omicron variant dissipates at some point soon you know and we're just ready to move on and we'll ever want to get back to some sort of sense of normalcy normalcy you know what i mean listen the only person who has still stayed normal through all this is probably antonio brown but we're gonna get to that when we get to that <laughs> oh my maybe he's gotten worse <laughs> is it possible is it possible <laughs> i don't even know oh my god yeah we'll, we will get into that in a few let's start off quickly this week here um on what's the word entertainment with some college football recap as we know, the college football playoff began last week, and the first matchup was Alabama and Cincinnati. Alabama easily cruised to that victory, 27 oh to 6. I think we all saw it coming. Anyone who picked Cincinnati in this one was just living on a, play, a prayer, basically. Yeah. Basically, you know, you had to be um, alumni or from Cincinnati. <laughs> you really believe they were going to win. You, a right. I mean, it's just, this is what Alabama does. I mean, it's, I mean sorry, Cincinnati, you got the, you got the, uh, the bad, the bad, the bad draw there. You oh, picked the, the short straw. Definitely picked the short straw. But, but can we talk about how these college football rankings, uh, excuse me, these records mean nothing? Is that at one point Cincinnati had the best record in the in the land, mm -hmm. and they just came and got their doors blown off to the tune of 181 receiving yards and 301 rushing yards. I mean, 181 passing yards. Excuse me, yeah, 181 passing yards, yeah, 301 three. rushing yards. <laughs> Got the bl doors blown off them. I mean, it just it like okay, great, you have you have a 13 and one record, but like who are you playing? Okay, well, like not all no going into the game. They, you know exactly. They, 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 what it boils down to is there's just not that quality, right? You, everybody's playing college football, but people are like Alabama is. I could understandably believe that they could beat the worst team in the NFL. I don't care what anybody says. We say that we have this question every single time, right. and I just feel like Alabama would make plays. Yeah, and could they compete with like the Jaguars or the Jets or something? Yeah, I mean. I'm not sure if this specific team can, but certain Alabama teams, yeah, I think like in certain some years they can compete. Like that's how good they are. I think was it last year? I think it was they had like five or six guys going the first round alone. Yeah. It, I think of the 2013 BCS championship game that featured like 13 players. Odell Beckham Jr. was on uh, that LSU team. Jarvis Landry was on the LSU team. You know, like those either of those teams I think could take it to the worst team in uh, in the NFL this year. It's just. You know what I mean? Cincinnati being in that American conference, the level of competition is just not there. Yeah. But at least but my thing is, though, at least you gave them a chance. 100%. Because what if what if what if this what if Bryce got Bryce Young got hurt in the first quarter? You know, what I mean, they had no quarterback. Things, things going to change if their leading running back, Brian Robinson Jr. got hurt in the second half. You know, what I mean, who, who knows what, what, what could have, what could have happened? You know, what I mean, that's 17 to three going into half. You know, you, you, you kept these guys out of the. Uh, 
the stat sheet, the scoreboard uh, mm-hmm. in the third quarter, maybe you have a chance, but you know, six, 17, six is not really, it's, it's kind well, of insurmountable going into well, the fourth quarter. No, I get, I get that. I get that. But it's just, you just never know, but at least they're giving the, you know, you know I me, mean? like I said, you never, any dude, Appalachian state beat Michigan years back in in Ooh. the big house you know what i mean yeah. there's, there's upsets yeah. all the time in college football is that was that brady hoke was that brady brady hoke was that in his era i think so uh, but that's the thing is you just never know what's going to happen in college football but at least you're giving the guys a, a school like cincinnati a shot like i said before you have to at least give teams a chance that's why i say you should expand the playoffs so like I said, what is it like, like, like 10 teams, whatever it is. Yeah. 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 And allow every conference winner to at least get in. Yeah. And if they get blown out, they get blown out. But if right now you're not even giving everybody a shot. That's my I, thing is, you know what I mean? I agree with you that they do this international rules football. It's called the champions league. All of the best teams from all of the best divisions come together and play in a tournament. Now you mm-hmm. might get your doors blown off and you might mess around and upset somebody right but everybody gets a chance you know much mm-hmm. like this michigan team had a chance against georgia at least we thought the sec <laughs> seems to have reigned supreme as georgia easily handles michigan i don't know if you saw this scene but there was a uh it was an offensive set play where the michigan sideline is barking at a corner for georgia as soon as the play gets off, excuse me, uh, not the corner for Georgia. Excuse me. It was, uh, it was, it was an it offensive was wide, player. Wide receiver. It was a wide receiver. He completely takes the corner out of his shoes, looks at the sideline, and does the shush symbol. <laughs> Yo. Pipe down, guys. You need to know that it's, it's different levels to this. It's That's different the, levels to this. Yo, I don't care that you beat Ohio State. There's different levels right? to this. Right? Yeah. Like, dude, the SEC is the, – there, there's, there's a reason why the SEC is probably the most accomplished – in the yeah. college football playoff era slash BCS yeah. era because yeah. they put out powerhouse teams like this, you know? I'm, I'm tired of the complaints. I don't care what, if you do, if you do not represent the SEC and you're complaining about the SEC's bias in these big games, well, you, then you need to come and play in these big games when you have the chance or stop talking. You're 100% right. I mean, yeah, Michigan just, you know, they didn't get in the end zone until the, until the, until the fourth quarter. You know, they were getting blown out pretty much the, the entire game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Cade McNamara had an all right game, you know, but this goes to show you the SEC is is where it's at, you know. And I don't know, man, going to this championship matchup, Bama, Georgia, the rematch. I think I, I think I did predict this matchup going in to the playoff, and I'm predicting that Bama is going to repeat as national champions. They're going to – this is Georgia – this is a Georgia's Achilles heel. They cannot get get past Bama. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like they just every year they just fall short, and I think it's going to continue because Nick Saban has Kirby Smart's number. That's where it is. I think it, that's where it boils down to. It's Nick Saban being smarter than Kirby Smart. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know? it's uh, it's the L.A. Rams versus the uh, the Arizona Cardinals, right? Like, okay, there might be a more complete team of players uh, on the Arizona side and a lot, a lot of more talent, young talent. The coaching is just never going to be there regardless of how good the record for the Cardinals looks like and how bad and suspect the record for the Rams might be. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, who, are you, who are you picking this one, Georgia or Alabama? I'm picking Alabama. What do I look yeah. like? Well, come on now. <laughs> what? You ain't That's, crazy. I'm not going to. Jesus, stop smoking them rocks. <laughs> Please tell me you think Georgia's going to win this game. <laughs> nah, roll tide. Roll tide. Right, yeah. Uh, let's keep it moving. Over. Let's get into the NFL uh, recap. First up matchup, the Tennessee over Miami matchup. That was kind of pretty 
a dominant one by Tennessee. I thought this would be a lot closer, to be honest with you, because Miami's defense has been playing pretty well. Uh, but yeah, Tennessee just showed out. Now they've already they, the Titans announced that they started the clock for Derrick Henry's possible return for the playoffs. So they, I think they designated him for return to to practice this week, mm-hmm. which is I think a, obviously a good thing. But don't rush him back. You don't want to have to suffer any sort of worse or catastrophic injury. You know what I mean? So worsen his foot at all for the future. That's the yeah. that's obviously would be terrible for them. But um, Titans they got the number one seed right now. If they win this week, they lock it up. So that's a buy. So that'd be great. Because remember, only only the number one seed gets to buy now with yeah. the seventeen playoff. Yeah. Um, so I mean, quickly, the Titans, if they hold the number one seed and get that buy, possibly Derrick Henry does return. Can they make a run to the Super Bowl? So you know, Sherman, I I picked Tennessee last week, and I didn't want to start evoking the idea of the ryan Tannehill revenge game but the best way for ryan Tannehill to get revenge is to just play clean football and playing clean football for ryan Tannehill is doing nothing in the game 13 of 18 for 120 and two touchdowns behind 198 rushing yards between Derek uh, deonta foreman dante hilliard uh jeremy mcnichols you know it, it's mm-hmm. it's you have to hide him when you look across the off across the uh, field and you see Tua Tagovailoa throwing 38 times you know I mean it, it it's insane to me it's it comes down to coaching as well I think they've got great coaching from Mike Rabel even through I yes. can't imagine he's not a uh, uh, coach of the year candidate potential mm-hmm. winner for being able to keep his team in the fold enough when we thought it was very bleak for them down we, the stretch yeah when Derrick Henry got hurt we, we all said Titans wrote him, him right off wrote him right off 100 um, I just maybe if he comes back, maybe if Derrick Henry comes back, because the biggest thing for having Derrick Henry out there, the, the, as a whole, as a rushing, as a rushing team, the mm-hmm. Titans didn't really lose a lot. They were able to find the production in these other guys. What's important is their ability to wear down these defenses. The battering ram aspect of having Derrick Henry out there that is just mm-hmm. demoralizing that for this time of the year is what gives them a chance to rush all the way to the Super Bowl. I, I just. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I right. will see. They, again, they still don't have a passing game. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're right. Obviously, looking with the AFC, you've got, you know, some firehouse, obviously, from firehouses like Kansas City, who can light up yeah. the offense, you know, light up the scoreboard, you know what I mean? So Against bad teams. <laughs> we'll talk about them. I got I got, the, I got, heat for them. I got more fire for them. Don't <laughs> you worry. Lighters in the air. Lighters in the air. You know what hey, I mean? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I mean, if Henry does return, you have to look at them as a threat. If he doesn't, you know, could be looking at, looking at other squads. Um, let's keep moving. Obviously, one of the biggest stories of the entire NFL weekend last week was on the sidelines, actually, in the, in the game against the Buccaneers and the New York Jets. Yeah, spicy. The first of all, let's just talk about the game quickly because this was actually a good yeah. good game. Okay, it was. It was. This was actually a really good game that came down to the last minute drive. And your boy, once again, TB12, doing TB12 things. It's cold out, boys. The Night King is coming. I'm telling you guys, do not (laughs) sleep on the Night King. And, you know, he did what he does. Brought the the Bucks back down by four with less than a minute left or whatever it was. I think it was 53 seconds. Drove Uh. 93 yards Uh. and scored the game-winning touchdown. But you know what? I don't necessarily – I don't want to take away from the win completely from the Buccaneers, mm-hmm. but you have to put this on the Jets as well too for going for it on a fourth and fourth and fourth down and not kicking the field goal. That's a rookie head coach in Robert Salah. 
that's his fault. That you is this, on Robert Salah. It's it's Madden's fault. I blame John Madden because he has empowered the movement of young people who are not in our age group and not in our generation who think not kicking a field goal or not kicking an extra point is okay because they run up the score without kicking a, an extra point or a field goal against some 12 year old from Pasadena, California, who told them to suck on their nuts. You know what I mean? Like, that's what this, this is what this boils down to. It's bravado. Kick Dude, these, the extra these kids point. Get reckless. Okay, right. You know what I mean? I'm going to call their parents. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I agree so with you. Why would you. you not kick the field goal, bro? Yo, I mean, you're up four. you kick the field goal. You're up seven. Right. This is a short field goal. And even if Tom Brady does drive the length of the field, like on the kick when they get the ball back, you at least tie you at least tie the game. You go to overtime. They need a two point conversion if they want to win. How many right. two point conversions have we seen win the game in this league? This right. Year? Right. And they, they, they got it any. here. They got went for it here, but they they probably would have. They probably would have just kicked the extra point if they scored. And went like, to overtime and played exactly. with them, played overtime with them. Right. You yeah. kick the field goal, man. I mean, yeah, kick the field goal. That's 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 a rookie head coach. That's a rookie. That's a rookie but, move. But, but we're watching non-rookie coaches make this decision and lose. Is Harbaugh a rookie coach? He done made the two-point conversion op- uh, decision twice and lost both those games. I'll give you that. But he also has no players. He has to try to win the. He's trying to get the game over with. He so how he come how come Salah isn't trying to get the game over with? Because of the Jets. Who cares? Who cares if they're their backup dude? You know what I mean? Listen, the I, Ravens were still fighting for a playoff spot. There's a difference. Yep. Okay. Hey, if you get a chance to be Tom Brady in East Rutherford, New Jersey, you take it because Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski do not lose in East Rutherford, New Jersey. True, true. I mean, it was it was a tough decision, but nonetheless, like I said, the big storyline of that game was involved with Antonio Brown leaving the game in the middle of the third quarter, taking off his pads, running into the locker room shirtless. Dude, he's no longer with the, the with the Bucks. Bruce Arians said at the game he's no longer a Buck. He was officially released just the other day. Arians said he has no regrets on signing AB. Avery released an entire statement on everything on how he feels. This guy, I mean, I know we've talked about him so many times because he's just giving us the material to talk about. You know, exactly. he's. Giving- He's who famous. told him to go on that show? Who told him to, to make these? Con- he has bad people in his corner. If he has any people in his corner at all, honestly, yo, CTE is a real thing. Dude, uh, you know, Dave, look at the individuals that it's like. I'm sorry, we need to start looking at some of these, some of the things that have happened to Darren Sharper, uh, Vincent Jackson, you know, Junior Seau. Like mm-hmm. at some point, people need to stop pointing to his skin color pointing to the outbreaks and let's it's 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 a consistent trend of of lapses here in his, the way he's thinking and his movements it's erratic right the yeah. second you start seeing a, move, a person's acts, acts as erratic you have to start asking are they in their mental faculties and a lot of these nfl players who played a long time it don't seem to be everyone feels it's dates back to that hit um he took as a stealer going against the Bengals when he came across the middle Vontez perfect laid him out which one? Because Vontez did that to him like three times in the, over the span of like three years. Dude, there, there was one, I think it was in Cincinnati, and he was just knocked out cold. Yeah. And, dude, this guy, ironically, if you, our guest Dave has said this before on this show, CTE is a real, this guy has CTE, man. I mean, 100%. He, 100%. Has, some, he has some sort of yeah. mental issue where he just, he just flips out. Like there's yeah. how many times we've seen players get into it on the sidelines with coaches with other players we just saw it a couple of weeks with the washington football team two guys get into the sideline but yeah. you don't see them taking off their gear running into the shirtless throwing stuff into the stand and just leaving the stadium 
The security staff thought that he was a jumper. They thought it was a dude that jumped out of the stands until they realized it was an actual player from the team. Right. I mean, but oh my it's, goodness. it's the ongoing thing from the off-field issues with throwing furniture out of an apartment window, attacking a driver. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. story after story after yeah. story. It's, it's happening. It's T.O., right? T.O. is working out on his, on his, on the, uh, what's it called? The tarmac, the pavement outside mm. of the facility because they wouldn't let him in. You know, remember that? And like, it's not it's fun in games but like this is a man who's actually going through it and doesn't wasn't Tio wasn't as disruptive as as an ab was he wasn't as volatile as it was as, as AB he wasn't has been. he wasn't he he'll wasn't. cry to the to the to the media he'll make statements he'll he yell yeah he wasn't catching but... cases of domestic violence and all kinds of things like that you know there's been way worse issues i think with ab than to and T, now it's funny that you mentioned to he thinks he he wants to try to make a comeback mm. he's, he's reaching out to the bucks like yo holla at me I would love to see it. I'm not going to lie. I would love to see it. He's 48 years old, and he's still in shape, bro. I'm glad he's still in shape, but can he run the wind sprints? What's he about to come out here and give us? I'm not saying he can ball out still as what he used to be. You think his name recognition is going to make the defense put anything more than a third corner or a small safety on him? Okay. Why not? But okay. Well, either way, put him out there. You know, if if he can go, if he can actually, one, he can pass the physical – uh, and two, and if he can actually show up and go to practice and actually look and perform well, then why not? You know what I mean? But I, th- I just thought it was, I just thought that was interesting. But yo, AB, I mean, I don't know if you want to say something on TO, but AB went on the podcast on Friday, a bunch of podcasts talking about Brady, talking about the Bucks and everything like that. I don't, yeah. honestly, I got to say this when we'll, when we'll move on after this. And you can, you can finish this off a bit here mm-hmm. on this topic, but I don't think he plays again in the NFL. What team is going to take another chance on this dude with all the issues he's had? The Philadelphia Eagles, if they see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the first round of the playoffs, put him on the roster, put him on the bench, see what he can tell you about game playing against them. One game to pay his legal fees, dump him if you guys don't win the game. Mm. You know, I mean, it's it's terrible to think of, but it's gamesmanship thought. And I mean, listen, he had a chance to save himself if he had just kept to they tried to make me play on an injured ankle. I'm going for surgery. This is the conversation that, again, you can you can make a case for wrongful termination suit, right? Like it's why mm-hmm. they haven't released him because you mm-hmm. can say that they wrongfully terminated me because I told them I wasn't going to play injured. You injected me with a painkiller that you know is illegal by the NFLPA standards. You have grounds on that. Right. Do not go on the podcast and say some nonsense. You have stat standing that could have kept you in the NFL with some team on the end of the roster because you know you were you was a five for whatever in that game. Yeah. Um, and he's rele- releasing text messages between him and Bruce Arians and just he's just doing that's too the, much. That's the stuff that might get him out of the NFL because now you're just dry snitching. That's what I'm saying. That That's what I mean. What organization wants to put such an individual like this within their within their team? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. that's that's where i that's where the issue where i think lies it's just all the extra nonsense that he's doing you cannot take shots at tom brady i don't okay everybody knows that gronkowski is his boy but gronkowski isn't going to show up cause a scene Gron- gronkowski didn't get booted from the last two teams he, he played on come on man gronkowski comes out does his job keeps his mouth shut we don't hear anything from him yeah he has a cute little show where he cracks jokes with tom brady he, uh, he parties on the weekends and things like that you but, know we don't see him in cameras we don't know we don't know that he's smashing some instagram thotty who used to uh lick toilet seats 
trying to catch COVID. Come on, bro. What are you Yo. doing, bro? Like, come on. This is this is one thing that I'm like, I understand that there is biasness and and you know, there is a systemic uh problem in a lot of countries, especially this one, but do not leverage that when you are a malcontent who continues to make issues and make waves. Please don't fall back to saying it's because of that and because you don't like the way that this person gets this thing treated. Gronk could see his career ended on any hit below the, the knee and he's still mm -hmm. going out there and playing and he's not complaining about the hits he's taking. He's not complaining about the routes he's running. I mean, it is what it is at this point. Like I said, I to me personally, I just don't think he's back in the NFL. I, I mean, this season's over for him. Um, I just I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't see any any next year saying next brand year, new money to the table, you I, know. I don't know. I don't unless he can showcase he's getting help and he's improving on I like I said say, his, his mental yeah. stability and his yeah. way of life. Yeah. No one's going to take a chance shot on him. Cuz they're going to see it, like yeah. dude, how have you improved yourself as a person as a you know your personality and everything like that? How are you making yourself better? And and show she needs to a willing to show our organization he's not that dude anymore 100 he can show up to practice he can show up on game day and play ball and that's it we, we know you can play we need to know that the other stuff is okay you came mm -hmm. out and won a super bowl off the couch right with them last year we know right? you can do it exactly we know you can do it it's not about his talent he's exactly. one of the most talented receivers in the nfl we've seen it last like 10 15 years easily even in his 30s right now he can still perform yeah, but hey, yeah. that's AB for you. Let's let's move it along, Obed. I know we've talked about him enough. Um, the other match, another match I want to talk about was Arizona, the Cowboys, uh, in Dallas. Arizona looking pretty good in this one. They kind of, I guess, well, this was an upset, if you want to call it, over the Cowboys, twenty-five to twenty-two. I mean, I think going into the game, Dallas was the favorite, if I'm not mistaken. They were hundred percent the favorite. Yeah, and I guess you can say, I mean, Kyler Murray. Dak Prescott almost had what damn near identical stat statistics passing the football. Um, it was the run game that that helped Arizona. This is when it, I think I talked about this last week before. They're not giving Zeke the ball. Nine carries, sixteen yards. Dak Prescott led the way with five carries and twenty yards. What is going on? This is what I'm talking. They're not running the football. This was going to be. This is probably the probably the best run game in the NFL going back a couple of years with the best offensive line. I know they've had some injuries, mm -hmm. but they're probably the best offensive line. Like I said it before, you paid Zeke a couple of years ago when he held out. You're not a, you're not even giving him the rock. I get it. You have Prescott. He's a he's a top tier quarterback in this league, but at least give him give him the rock. Chase Edmonds had more carries than Ezekiel Elliott. You know, I mean, Sherman, I would say before you make these this uh, this attack, uh, clearly an attack on the Cowboys run game, Zeke Elliott game flow, game flow, game flow. Is every time we have a discussion about these this situation, I always talk about game flow. You know, but, I don't but know. They're not I, changing anything. It's the same old same old thing with the Cowboys. They're not giving. They're not. You know what I mean? But they only yeah, scored yeah, yeah. seven points through three quarters. If you are down twenty two to seven. In the third quarter, you need to throw the ball. That does that means that we are not throwing to Dak Prescott and Tony Pollard only getting uh, three carries and three catches. I can't imagine that he was he was really healthy, honestly, right? You know, I, it's it's 
yes, it sucks. I'm not going to lie. You take away uh, Ezekiel Elliott's like one long run. He had eight carries for 10 yards, right? It, it was abysmal. But obviously, mm-hmm. there seemed, there's more going on than them you know, not being able to run the ball. They could, they could, you know, toss it around. They were able to make some plays. They got mm-hmm. Dalton Schultz, the most targets in the, in the game with 10. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think the defense, I think the defense let them down. I, I mean, honestly, I know it's, I know it's hard to, to mm-hmm. point the finger at them because they're the Sterling for this, but like the Cardinals are a bad team offensively. And we've seen it oftentimes through the course of the year. Hey, right. Is that because they don't have D hop anymore? I don't think so, because I don't think that they're coaching to move the pieces around and make plays like we agreed. You got to start getting Zach Ertz involved. They got him involved. Nine targets, seven catches, 41 yards. Mm-hmm. You know, they had to find other guys. Wesley, Ward, Dorch, you know, Christian Kirk stepping up for him. But just schematically, they're just not doing what they need to do to they, this is I can't believe they had this game against the Cowboys, but you lose against the Lions. <laughs> I don't care like it's embarrassing i don't care that he's from from texas what the what the hell does that have to do with anything aj green finally came alive he's pulling double double moves on trayvon Diggs. you know i guess he didn't want Diggs' son cracking comments on social media no, you know what no. i mean <laughs> no, can, son is adorable. right they lost they lost michael gallup i mean maybe that had something to do with that it had, it's yeah. unfortunate, unfortunate that he's gone you know but again it's i i you gotta at least dig in the numbers hit me with something and then say okay maybe Dak maybe giving the ball to Zeke helps, but I don't see running the ball 18 times winning this game for them if they are falling behind in points by the third quarter. But why weren't they running the ball in the beginning of the game? You know what I mean? Like they didn't even try to run the football. It seems like to me, I get it. You went down, you went down early, but at least give the give Zeke more carries. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, but is it because you know I mean the defense let them down? Maybe they should have thrown more. I don't know. I mean. It seems like I feel like Dallas has been so up and down, you know, this year. Yeah. yeah. In certain games, they'll just blow the doors off people. And then in some games, they're just like, eh, they look real kind of mediocre. It's like there's no real consistency with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. They put up 55, uh, 55 or 56 points the week before. Uh, against two. Against two. Because it was a Washington. You know what I mean? We got to start talking about the the quality of opponent because you can do that to them. You're not learning anything by blowing the doors off of Washington. You're just blowing the doors off of Washington because you can't. They put a 35 on New England. You know, they they only they they lost 31 to 29 against Tampa Bay in the first game of the year. That's that's a that's a good that's a if you want to pay a good loss. You know, that was a last second win by Tampa Bay. So you know what I mean. Like I said, but it just in some game they just look like uh, you know. And maybe just, maybe Zeke is injured. You know, and I'm you know for the beating that he takes that yeah. you know, and at the end of the day, we're gonna have to recognize that like you're gonna have a guy take a beating. You these guys are not going to get underpaid to take a beating until they're on their third or fourth contract. And if you and you have to have multiple running backs because you can't. Everybody's excited about Tony Pollard. I don't care. He's not going up the middle like Zeke is. He's not giving you a semblance of a reason to uh, load the box up and open up the secondary by removing a, a corner or a safety. You know what I mean? Like, it's not happening with Tony Pollard going up and lining up for the power. Somebody's no, got to right. take those power plays. No, you're right. No, I, I agree. I agree with that statement. But, yeah, I mean, Dallas, like I said, they're in the playoffs, so they're not too concerned about it, you know. But it Let me crazy. ask you this. What happens with Michael Gallup? We know that he's about to – um we know that he's about to see free agency. Uh, what do we do? What, do you think he resigns with Dallas? Do you think he, he can? But I mean, I'm not, it's not. I don't think it's that big of a concern because you still got Cooper. You still got CD Lamb. You know what I mean? Um, I think Cooper's the one that that goes. 
I think C Cooper, you don't so. want to. Well, I mean, when they drafted CD Lamb, I, I felt like Amari Cooper was the one who was going to get the drop because his contract, you pay, what are you paying him for? You talk about Zeke, Amari Cooper just disappears. Amari Cooper is not here in games where we need him. Amari Cooper is oft injured, you know, and like, mm-hmm. I get it. You know, it's you, you want to pay wide receivers. Well, what about this wide receiver you pay that's never available? Mm-hmm. Like, but look, at, least, but, but look at the Rams. You got Cooper Cup and OBJ. You know, why not yeah. have, why not have, a number one receiver on both sides of the field. Who? That's why, you know what I mean? Guys, Prescott can flourish in that because that way your number one receiver in CeeDee Lamb is not going to always get double teamed. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you have to at least put a decent corner on, on Cooper because Cooper can light it up too. Absolutely. And like I said, that's why Stafford is playing so well. You, you, you have Cooper Cup, who's an elite receiver, probably, like I said, the offensive player of the year. And now you give him OBJ on the other side. It's, it's I mean, that's and, fair. you know, so why not have one on one side of the field and another number one on the other side of the field? You know, Man, it's, I, it's, think, I think it's a money game. I think it's going to be Cedric Wilson as the three. It can it's be a money be, thing, yeah. Eddie Lamb is the one, and but then Michael Gallup is the two. It, try yeah. to keep him. That's my. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. At least try. Let's move it along a little bit. Uh, another matchup. Cincinnati was really impressive in their victory over Kansas City. Glade over Glade, who? Kansas City. Hmm. Are you forgetting that Kansas City, it was the, it was the back-to-back AFC championships. They won the Super Bowl. Two years ago, you know, we only lost last year. Are you are we forgetting this is that this that same team, you know? No, and they're not at right all. Back. I was never impressed by them then the way they were winning because it looked like Carson Palmer's Bengals run around football. Only three guys are really it was it was him, TJ Hushmanzada, and Chad Ochozenko. That was it. And maybe when they would get some rushing uh out of uh Corey Dillon, but it was once people figured out that you only had to stop two guys, you were good. You know, they didn't play enough defense. They out here giving up 40 points and winning 41 to 40, you know, and it's the same thing with the, the Chiefs are suspect, dog. The Chiefs are suspect. I told you they could come out here and they catch that work and they caught the fade. Mm. They caught the high top fade mm. from a fantastic demon barber by the name of uh, uh, Jamar Chase. Mm. Jamar Chase, the rookie, came out. He had, he had a stat line like kids have in recess. He had like 11 for 200 plus and three touchdowns. That's the, oh. that's what you do in recess. Yo, this dude is for real. And there's a reason I get, there's a legit reason why. I mean, back to back weeks, first of all, with Cincinnati lighting it up and including Jamar Chase. There's a reason why they did not go with the offensive lineman. They say, you know what? We're picking Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow's former teammate at LSU. So they know each other very well. Yeah. And this duo is for real burrow lightened up 446 yeah. and four scores they don't you didn't even need really need joe mixon in this one i mean yeah. i i gotta say cincinnati looks good cincinnati they're a young young team as we know i don't see that they I mean they're gonna they're obviously they won the division they're in the playoffs i don't see them really making any so much noise they're not going to mm. go to the AFC championship or super Bowl or anything like no, that no 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 but i think this offense is probably you know they can kind of stick with some of these teams you know what i mean they get a couple more pieces this could be a real real dynamic team to look out for the future you know i was agreeing with you this this is a team that uh they might have the most dangerous group of receivers in the afc i mean they go five deep on pass catchers because we know jamar chase can get work in t higgins is a monster uh they they, tyler boyd how do you feel how do you feel about tyler boyd you know i think he's he is He's he might be just another guy, but he can play. He can he runs precise routes. He's where you need him to be. He's got good hands. He's had a great rapport with uh, uh, with Joe Burrow. I thought maybe he would be the guy to come out and and like be that 
guy that Joe Burrow could depend on because that's who he was for them down the stretch when T Higgins was injured last year, bringing in Jamar chase kind of moved him down the podium pole. But every time Joe Burrow has needed him, he's there four for 36 and had a touchdown too. the only, the only other guy to score uh, a touchdown in this game uh, outside of Jamar chase. So obviously you see where the trust is there. Um, And the crazy thing about it is Tyler Boyd has a chance to, uh, to cap a thousand yards receiving this coming this coming week um, in their final game, that would be the that would ha- that would have the Bengals with three one thousand yard receivers on their squad and an all in one year. And and the guy Tyler Boyd is a guy who's done the least work out of all of them and still got a thousand yards. I would be very concerned if they get an offensive life if they could sign an offensive lineman and sign some defenders. You you you. you That's you the know? thing. The defense they need to work on. I feel because yeah, Cincinnati. They, Sorry, sorry, good, good. No, 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 I agree with you that you're, you're right on it. Uh, if they had some defense, you know, the Chiefs probably could have lost by more points. I'm telling you, the Chiefs are suspect. You, you lost a t-shirt and hat game to the Cincinnati Bengals. But, Man. But, okay, but do you, Cincinnati, do you think Cincinnati is that bad though? Where you're, you're like, you're, you're putting down Cincinnati where we just praise them so much, you know? Because Cincinnati's I think, not I don't a think bad squad, yo. Cincinnati's not a bad squad. So what does that say about Kansas City? If even if they're not a bad squad, Kansas City should have came out here as an eleven and four team and handled business. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I okay, I see what you actually what you're trying to say, but you know, yeah, you, you have you have losses. They, they, it wasn't they didn't get blown out. They lost by three. Chiefs didn't get blown out. Okay, and this Chiefs is, didn't get blown out. You know, this had there been defense, they probably could have, but they didn't. Right. I mean, yeah, the, the Chiefs Chiefs defense is not the. I guess, you know, one of the, one of the, you know, top five in the NFL or anything like that. But, you know, I think there's still, still a team that you have to recognize, like I said, two times, two, two, two years in a row and it's in the, in the Super Bowl, you have to still say, still say that they're a team to look out for, obviously with, with their leader, Patrick Mahomes throwing the rock, you know, and I, like you said it before, you look, you stop Tyreek Hill, you stop Travis Kelsey and probably get a victory. Tyreek Hill, only six for 40 yards. Kelsey, five catches for only 25 yards. Mm -hmm. You know, they kind of held them in check. I I get it. So, hey, if you can stop them too, you can probably win the game. Yep, let's move it along, Obed. Um, Next matchup, LA, Baltimore. This is a real, real close one as well too. Um, Rams getting this victory just by one, 20 to 19. I mean, I felt the Rams should have dominated this game a little bit more given the fact that all the injuries for Baltimore agreed I'm so I'm wondering if there's any room for concern for the Rams now heading into the playoffs well I guess you know we have this final week but you know after that any 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 uh, major concerns anything that stands out for you when it comes to LA I will say as a fluke you know it was something first I was flagging it as an issue but you know how many times is Matt Stafford going to throw a pick six to a team with no corners you know, I mean, when, how often is that going to Right, happen? and I believe he leads the league in pick sixes this year with, I think, four, if not five, you know? Yeah, I mean, hey, he's, he's a lot better than uh, – as long as he doesn't break six, he's not he's not beating Jameis Winston. So, at least Jameis Winston's uh, record will stand. Um, but, no, yeah, I mean, it, it was it's concerning. You know, again, this team has had to overcome a lot. I think Matt Stafford has been injured there for was a while and kind of played through it. You know, they kept losing running backs. They lost uh, Robert Woods. But Odell Beckham Jr., hmm, seems to be a player that you can depend on to score a touchdown a week. 
Mm-hmm. He has mm-hmm. continued his touchdown streak now that he is not playing with um, trash bag uh, State Farm. Uh, uh, I don't know what the commercials are that loser does. Uh, uh, Baker Mayfield <laughs> doesn't even have the don't, don't even shouldn't even talk about him just being just trash that he is. He deserves to go out there and play with Andrew Shoulder. Anyways, uh, let me go stop from my hitting. Um, we're talking about the Rams <laughs> here. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think they just need to get through this game. I will always say this Baltimore is a hard place to play. It seems the Rams figured that out, but they got the W. Yeah, they did get the W, as we know. But I don't know, man. I feel like going against Tyler Huntley, who hasn't been playing too too poorly, you know. Man, he really? looks comfortable. He, he looked comfortable as a passer, more comfortable than the starter. Do you think – okay, so he's going to get the go again this weekend in the final matchup, um, and Lamar Jackson's still out. Do you really think he's better than Lamar Jackson? I think if you put, it's such it's such a hard question to ask. Like better than that. Lamar, you know I what I mean? No, not better than Lamar Jackson, but more comfortable with the things that you can build on as a quarterback. Even if he didn't, a lot. Listen, a lot of the things that we size uh, Lamar Jackson over are plays with his legs. That when he gets older, he's not going to make anymore, and he's making up for the plays he's not making with his arm. Tyler Huntley looks very comfortable coming from a pro style offense at Utah State right where he could actually read the defense call plays and make checks you can build on that the i think i'll say this the uh increase or the the leap from year one to year two and then year two to year three is probably going to be far better than lamar jackson's after this next year we see lamar jackson play because i can't fine he makes huge plays great Mm -hmm. he takes hits in the open field like that that give him a high ankle sprain, and then he's out for four or five games. Yeah, we are not yeah. going to be talking about Lamar Jackson much more. Yeah, I mean you're right. He needs to protect himself. Of course, I completely understand that. He needs yeah. to protect himself. But I mean, you have to do. You have to at least he. This is this is part of his ability to play football is is run the is run. Yeah. And look, I mean, Michael Vick did it. You know, so many yeah. quarterbacks have done. You know, Kyler Murray even scrambles a lot too. But yes, he has to be more proficient with the football throwing and throw, throwing. I, I'll, I'll agree with you there. There's no yeah. question about that. But yes, maybe he should step back a little bit, you know, and went from running the ball. But this is what they're going to do. They're going to call design runs for him, you know, a lot of the time because that's his ability. You know, I get it, yeah. you know. So you have to at least take advantage of what this guy can give you on the field. Yeah. But just really quickly looking at the Rams, you know, Matthew Stafford, he's got to fix. He's got to fix, like you just said, throwing through the only to the other team and letting them score touchdowns with that. <laughs> you threw two picks to a team with no corners, and one of them was a pick six. You can't make this shit up. You got. I don't know what it is. I mean, maybe they get on the same page. You know, I know Van Jefferson's coming along. I know that they're getting some. So they got a couple pass catchers as tight ends there that they want to work with. But figure yeah. out your game plan. Stick to the game plan. And they're getting Cam Akers back. Cam Akers is healthy in the same season after getting injured in preseason with an Achilles injury. Achilles injuries were death damning for some guys and he's back and he's about to play again. Uh, he's not human. Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep it moving. Obed um, yeah. quickly. Uh, we I know we wanted to get a, a yeah. couple more topics here before we end the show here quickly yeah. look on the uh, Baker Mayfield situation. looks like he's done for the season. He's going to have, he's going to have shoulder surgery on his thing. It's his non-throwing shoulder. Should we give him a pass? Given all the injuries he's had, because he's pretty banged up. I know we want to hate on Baker Mayfield a lot and his, his progressive commercials, but should we give mm, him a pass? Uh, no, absolutely not, because we're going to give him a pass into like a hundred million dollar contract 
not, not on my watch. We're, in, we're not giving another one of these guys with the complexion for protection a huge contract <laughs> and making excuses for them when you had OBJ and you couldn't make anything happen with him. You refuse yeah. to target OBJ over guys like Donovan Peoples-Jones uh, and, and Jarvis Landry. You are outside of your mind. You are hidden behind 2,000-yard rushers and some of the most pass-catching tight ends ever. You got David Njoku, Harrison Bryant. They brought in Austin Hooper, and you still aren't winning games. Mm. It's time, time to send him to the gulag. They did. Uh, I think on, on previous shows we didn't acknowledge that he already did pick up his fifth year contract. That's our bad, not doing our diligence, but they already picked up his fifth year contract, so he mm-hmm. will be there next year. But like I think we've said it before, he has to ball out to get that real extension that he wants. Hold on, they picked up his fifth year contract. Did they pick up an option to trade him? Because we're talking about eighteen point eight six million dollars guaranteed next year. Eighteen point eight six million dollars. I wouldn't be surprised if he got if he got traded to uh, the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Houston, really? You, you can't you- pay him $20 million, almost $20 million to do that again. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Fair point. Let's keep it rolling, Obed. Um, let's get into our next segment. You right, you mad. Um, first up, I gotta I'll say to you, Obed, Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers will win the MVP this year and he will leave the team after the season is over. It sucks. The NFL is so biased towards quarterbacks because that is uh that is Jonathan Taylor's trophy, but you know, Sherman, you're probably right. I, I don't anticipate him staying with the Packers uh, just in, you know, it's funny. They were talking about Matt LaFleur's win loss record. And I'm just like, Matt LaFleur is doing the same uh, Mike McCarthy impersonation where he's barely coaching and the quarterback is winning games for him. The quarterback is winning MVPs underneath him. So they're attributing the, the success of the player to the coach. You know um, I, I just don't see a future there. Listen, Broncos are set up very nicely. They have paid up almost all of the pass catchers there to be ready to pack passes from uh, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm Sherman, you are right. All right. Uh, and I've got a question for you, Sherman. Seahawks QB Russell Wilson will not win the MVP and still leave his team. Well, it's funny you ask this way you say that because I actually – Going into the year, I picked Russell Wilson to win the MVP. Obviously, he got hurt. He had to have surgery mm-hmm. on his hand, so he missed some time. So yeah. that's kind of, you know, unfair, you know, unfortunate for him there. So, no, he's not going to win the MVP, so you run on that. But will he leave the team? Yeah. And I actually said he, going into the season, yes, he will leave the team. So, yeah, so you're right, Obed. I think this is his last year in Seattle. He's going to – he's still under contract, but I think he's going to demand a trade because this team is just digress, you know, and just decreasing, you know, as far as talent-wise. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, they're they're not moving forward. You know, they've got DK Metcalf on side on the, on the offensive side of the football. So his number one target, you know, um, there. But defensively, that Legion of Boom is long gone. As oh my know. God. We're talking about a, a concept that existed eight years ago. Right. That was the team that Tom Brady played against in the Super Bowl in 2014 that right. we can't even speak of Legion of Boom anymore. That's what I'm saying. And they haven't really gotten back to that at all. You know, Bobby Wagner's still around there. I think he's he's out for the last game. He's he's hurt. But that's pretty much it. You know, pretty much everyone has moved on. Richard Sherman has long moved on. We know Jamal Adams has long moved on. Um, you know, but it's kind of like, man, the team has not getting better. They're not putting enough for Russell Wilson to win football games. You know, like I said, you got DK Metcalf, you got Tyler Lockett. Your running backs are okay. Rashad Penny is all right. Travis Homer, you know, are they doing something out of Rashad Penny for a first round pick? Right. You know what I mean? But defensively, it's not what it used to be. I think Pete yeah. Carroll, another losing year could find Pete Carroll on the way out of Seattle. 
Yeah. You know, maybe maybe two more years, depending on how long Russell Wilson is there. Because without Russell um, Wilson, we know they're going to be losing. But I oh, think you're, you're, you're right, Obed. Uh, I think Russell Wilson's gone, for yeah. sure. You know, they bet the farm on bringing in Jamal Adams with all those first-round picks, and, like, he's Jamal Adams is just not getting it done. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I said Jamal Adams was gone. That's my bad. I'm just saying, even with Jamal, with Jamal Adams there, yeah. excuse me, um, they're just they're not that elite defensive team with, with you know, what they, what they mm-hmm. once were. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's yeah, it's unfortunate because Russell Wilson is can easily be a top five quarterback in, in the league when he went healthy. Easily, easily. But, you, you know, know, I think they need another they need a third wide receiver who is capable. You know, they've got a pass catching tight end. They probably need another uh, another few pass blockers. Uh, uh, hey, we'll see. We'll, yep, see. we'll but, see how it goes. Yeah. Let's get into our picks. Obed. Uh week 17 wasn't too bad for either of us. I think I went 12 and 4. You went 14 and 2. Great one for you there. Let's get into a week. This is the first week 18 in the NFL, Obed. This is the first time in the NFL history there is a week 18 with this, this new 17 game schedule. So let's get into it. So starting out today, it's a couple Saturday games. Um, Kansas City at Denver. Um, I'm gonna go Kansas City here in this one. I think this is a pretty easy matchup here. Um, Denver just doesn't have, have enough. They're going. I think, I think Drew Locke is still at the helm. Teddy Bridgewater. Oh is still my out. god! Just even just that the name of Drew Locke, it just sounds like they're going to. It's a lock. They're going to lose Kansas City. <laughs> um, Dallas at Philadelphia. Another one tonight. Uh, Dallas should be easily should easily win this one. <sighs> this is a out. You know what? Honestly, as as an outdoor game, I never know what to think about indoor teams in an outdoor game. But I'm going Dallas. All right. Uh, next matchup here, Cincinnati at Cleveland. Cleveland, we just talked about no Baker Mayfield, Cincinnati all the way. And, and then, you know, Cincinnati, you locked up the division. They may rest some, rest some players, but I think Cincinnati should still win this game. I think Cincinnati should still win this game. Green Bay at Detroit. From my understanding, Aaron Rodgers will be playing, even though the Packers have locked up the number one seed. Packers are just overall better team. Lions are just, just, just bad all around. Packers. I'll give it to the Lions. They have played fantastically in many games that they have actually won this year. If we just start, you know, there was a time where we thought that the Lions were going to go winless. And yeah. what are they sitting on? Three wins right now? Something like that, right? Ridiculousness. More, I tip my hat so, to... Oh, uh, so, so on two wins and one tie, I remember that. Two, two they're okay. Two wins and one tie. So at least three non-losses. Um, you know, I tip my hat to uh, Dan Campbell. I tip my hat to that team. I'm on our state ground blowing up. He is here to stay. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the real deal. Uh, but we are going Green Bay. Going Green Bay. Chicago at Minnesota. Um, I'm going to go Minnesota. Just, just, I think uh, this might be Matt Nagy's last game. This, if this isn't Matt Nagy's last game, they're going to burn down Chicago. <laughs> we're, good. we're going to be smelling deep dish pizza over here on the East Coast. <laughs> uh, Washington at New York football giants. Um, New York is just too many injuries. It's going to be Washington. Yeah, this is easily. I can pick Washington easy in this one. It's going to be ugly, but Washington's still going to win. Yeah, Washington. They could have a new name here in the next month or so. They could have it's a new coming. name. It's, it's coming. coming. I'm, I think it's going to be the Red Tails, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Indy should definitely get this one here. Um, Jacksonville's just bad. We know that. It's for another pretty easy one. Yeah, Colts. Uh, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. We talked about it. Lamar will not be playing this one. It's going to be Huntley again. You know what? This very well, we talked about last week, was Big Ben's last game in Heinz Field. This might mm. be his last game ever in the NFL. I'm actually going to change my pick to Pittsburgh. I was going to go Baltimore, um, but I'm going to go Pittsburgh in this one. They, they want to send Big Ben out with a win. That's the re- that's literally the reason why I'm going with it. Yeah, it's, um, you know, he had tears in his eyes at the uh, last game when he was like, hey, you know, the – 
greatest football play you can run is the kneel down. I'm glad I got to do it one more time. I can't wait till he's sitting on a couch. He's probably going to balloon up to like 400 pounds. Oh, piece of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll go Baltimore. Oh, tell me how you really feel, son. Uh, uh, Tennessee at Houston. This surprisingly could turn out in the favor uh, of other, maybe Kansas, Kansas city, whoever in the AFC trying to get the number one spot because Tennessee wins is one. They lock up the number one seed in the AFC, but they could remember they lost to ten. They lost to Houston earlier in the season. So don't be surprised. And that was in Tennessee, mind you. Now, Tennessee, you know, they're looking better. I'm still going to pick the Titans in this matchup, but Houston did beat them before. So I'll and go, NFC, I'm still going. I'll still go with Titans. NFC South, NFC South matchups. You know, I try to, I, I you know, see me, yeah, AFC South matchups. They, 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 you just can never pick them sometimes. The, these, these teams know each other really well. It's hard for them to get plays off. I mean, you see the way that these guys used to scrap, like Cortland Finnegan and uh, Andre Johnson back in the day. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm still going Tennessee. Again, another, another, uh, I didn't even, I don't even know why I didn't mention this about a knock to Kansas City, but like you, you were in position of, you controlled your destiny and you went out there and lost to a team that you should beat a quarterback that only threw the, and, and allowed this quarterback to go off on you, a rookie mm-hmm. receiver to go off on you like that. Mm-hmm. You, you don't do when, when teams do stuff like that late in the year, I don't think they last long in the playoffs, but we're going Tennessee this game. All right. New Orleans at Atlanta. Yeah. New Orleans. New Orleans should win this one. Atlanta, Atlanta is just not what they once were. Uh, it's going to be saints. Yeah, I had I picked New Orleans last week against Carolina just because I, I like the coaching better. I think I, if there's a team that's yeah. going to be prepared to come and play, uh, it's going to be New Orleans, at least with, even without talent. So I'm going New Orleans. Jets at the Bills. I think you need one here. Let's go Buffalo. Yeah, let's go Buffalo. San Francisco at Los Angeles Rams. I mean, the Rams uh, – should definitely win this game, but San Francisco is fighting for that last playoff spot in the NFC. They're going to come out, come out in all cylinders here, but I'm still going to go with the Rams. Man, when the last time that this guy, Sean McVay, beat Kyle Shanahan? Because Kyle, I'm picking the Niners. I know you're going to think this is crazy. I'm picking San Francisco, and I'm picking San Francisco because every time they play, Every time they play, Shanahan beats him. And you know why Shanahan beats him? Because Sean McVay is using the notes from his from Kyle Shanahan's dad's playbook. And Kyle Shanahan grew up in that playbook. I just feel like there's an edge there. Like mm. you're 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 working off the copies. I got the originals. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. New England at Miami. Um, another AFC East matchup. Uh, you know, I was gonna go Miami in this one, and I'd be surprised if you don't go New England here, and that's your squad. But you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stick with Miami. Um, I mean, New England, I'm pretty sure they've already, they, they've already locked up a playoff spot. I know they're trying to get the division here. If they win and Buffalo loses, I believe Patriots can get the division. But, um, you know what? Just be, you know what? I, I take that back. Yeah, because of that, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go New England. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my pick to New England. I was gonna go Miami for some reason, but I'm, I'm gonna go New England. Yeah, I got I got I I. There's a game that New England always loses 
earlier late if you remember this is the same Miami miracle that they had Gronkowski stumbling on the hands play and mm-hmm. not being able to make the tackle and then they ended up getting the touchdown at the end there it's mm-hmm. there's always something wild that happened in this game you know I just don't think New England was ready for the heat but again you said they're preparing for a playoff game so you know I, I you know, I don't know if we see Mac Jones the entire game. I don't know if we see. Remember, they're trying to win the division. There's, that's the thing. They're trying to win the division. Remember, but you said win, that they have a wild card spot locked up. Right. But why come out here and risk it all if you can prepare for a playoff game? You're right. True. True. All right. So you're going to go, you're going Miami? I'm going Miami. All right. Seattle at Arizona. Uh, this, this is going to be Arizona. Yeah. There's no reason Seattle should come in here and win this game. Yeah, Carolina at Tampa Bay, another easy one here. Tampa Bay all the way. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday night matchup with Los Angeles with Chargers at the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I was I wanted to go Chargers initially, but I'm going to go with the Raiders. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers. I don't know what I was thinking. I I, I know that both teams just need a tie. Um, I believe that Los Angeles is in without. They they, they're I think if they win, they're in. If I'm not mistaken, and Raiders win, they don't. They're not in. Raiders would need to tie or a loss from someone else. Yeah, like Raiders they, can't get yeah. in with a win. No, no, no. They can. Yeah, they absolutely. They, if they beat the Chargers, um, they okay. can. They can get in for sure. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. So, yeah, the yeah they need to win. The Raiders need to win. If they lose, if they lose, they're out for sure. Okay. Um, okay. Because I think the last couple spots are between Indianapolis as well as in the is in the hunt. Pittsburgh, surprisingly, Pittsburgh and Baltimore are still in the hunt as well too. But they need an, they need uh, a bunch of things to happen for them to get in. So right now it's Indy and Chargers and Vegas uh, leading the way with, with the, for the last spots. I'm taking Los Angeles. If it comes down to like you got to win, win and you're in. I'm going Los Angeles. There's two spots left. Okay. That's why I say it. so. It's it's probably going to be Indianapolis because, like we said, they're going to easily they should get that easy um, easy win uh, over Jacksonville. And then yeah. the last spot I think is going to be between the Chargers and Raiders. I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm going Raiders. That's with me. I'm going the Raiders. Or are you going to Los Angeles? All right, not a problem. Well, Obed, uh, that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. So glad for you having everyone joining in once again. Uh, any last words for the people before we head out, Obed? Happy New Year to everyone. Make it a good one. Uh, count your blessings count your bitcoin <laughs> count your bitcoin if you got any extra you want to part with holla at me you know right um well folks we appreciate you joining in once again as always uh, don't forget to check us out on twitter at the wwent photo bed i am sherm we will catch you guys next time peace peace